Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. What if our organizations could create something called feedback paradise? Now you must think I'm nuts. Feedback paradise probably doesn't exist, but could it? So what is feedback paradise? I think it's when people deliver feedback thoughtfully and professionally, and I think it's when people receive it thoughtfully and professionally. So what prohibits us from having feedback paradise? First, I think most of us, I think all of us at some point in our life are guilty of the following. We tend to listen emotionally. Let me share a quick story with you. Years ago, when I was coaching varsity boys volleyball, I had a mom come to me really upset, really upset that her kid wasn't playing. Now, to be candid, the kid didn't really deserve to be in the starting lineup or even on the court, but great kid. And I remember the mom got really upset and she was raising her voice and she said, well, you know, he should be playing more and all the parents agree with me. And I was ready to respond in that moment and I thought, wait a minute. I'm going to just digest and kind of assimilate that comment. And I'll never forget it. I called her back and I said, I want to continue our conversation. And I got back together with her and I said, you know, I know you're frustrated that your kid's not playing. And I want to share with you something that you said that I think is really important. I'd like to play your kid Thursday night. I'd like to start him. Get, I get this big smile. She's all ecstatic. She goes, oh, that's great. And I said, now, with that being said, I need you to do something for that to occur. And she said, oh, what's that? I said, I need you to call a parent meeting, and I want everybody who's a parent to agree who should start Thursday night, including your son. The big smile went to this frown. She said, why would I do that? I said, well, you told me that every parent agreed with you. So I'm sure they won't have a problem all voting that your kid should start. Whatever lineup all the parents agree with, I will play that lineup. Then she turned red. She said, I said that to you? I said, yep. She said, oh. I said, so just let me know when you have your parent meeting. Let me know what the starting lineup is this Thursday night. And I'd be um, <clears throat> be happy to do it. You know that she never went to the parents. We all know she never went to the other parents. We all know that she brought that up and probably made it up when she met with me. Why? Because she was listening and reacting to feedback emotionally. We do this. All of us have been guilty of this. I know I have. So then, how often do we have people who deliver feedback? And I always share this. I will always be honest with people, brutally honest, but I'll never be honest to be brutal. Yet there are some people who can be very candid, very cutthroat, very straightforward. Now, on one hand, we want honesty, but do we want honesty that bad? Do we have the opportunity as leaders and providers of feedback to be a little bit more sensitive? 
So what is feedback paradise? I want you to think about basketball teams. There's an offense and a defense. When someone is giving feedback, they're typically on offense, for lack of better description. The people on defense tend to be the receivers. They're playing defense. What if we taught people how to receive feedback thoughtfully and professionally? See, most people go into agree or disagree mode when they get feedback. The goal of feedback is not to agree or disagree with it. It's to digest it, professionally, thoughtfully receive it, and then glean what they can learn from the feedback. Now, on the other hand, the providers of feedback, I always share this, the goal of feedback is never just to give it. It's to provide it in a thoughtful and professional way that somebody A, receives it well, and B, strategically utilizes it. And often I'll share with people who are very straightforward and candid and cutthroat. I said, that's great, I appreciate your honesty. What perception do you think you created? And I've often had leaders say, well, I don't care. I said, well, actually you should, because I think your honesty is really accurate, yet I think your emotion may have undermined your message and I'll have jaws drop. So feedback paradise is positioning both parties to understand the value of feedback, why feedback is a gift, yet we have to practice, practice providing and receiving it thoughtfully, and professionally. Now, let me give you two more strategies. As a receiver of feedback, structure your own feedback. Structure your own feedback by going up to your boss or somebody around you and saying, where do you feel like I'm exhibiting three strengths and where's that one opportunity I could really raise my game? Translation, that is constructive feedback, yet when we ask for it, we become better recipients. When we structure how it's verbalized, we become a little bit gentler in its reception. Now, if you're a provider of feedback, and let's say you're a leader, wouldn't it be cool to go to your team and each team member and ask them, what's the best way for me to provide you feedback that you'll receive it thoughtfully and professionally? Guarantee you won't have one employee answer that question intelligently the first time. Why? Because we don't ask it. Yet if somebody could say, you know, I just feel put on the spot. If you could email me the bullet items beforehand, or if you could give me room to not respond right away and maybe come back for a second meeting so I could respond to it, giving myself some time to digest it, wouldn't you have better partnerships when it comes to feedback? Wouldn't that help us get towards this thing called feedback paradise? Good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to you. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.